0: guys i hope the home teams were joined by mr gordon McKee, chairman of the challenge cup committee and the away are mr chris wilcox vice chairman of the fa council how to mr mackey welcome to blue velvet bag the strangest titled football manager podcast out there welcome back it has been a while before we go into what's been going on the normal message of course, is we have just completed our first two seasons in this podcast. Um if you would like to go back, if you have just stumbled across us, then there are around ten episodes in each season. They last about twenty minutes each. So if you're walking the dog or washing the car or just trying to zone out for a little bit and want to hear some inane ramblings of a fellow football manager fan, then please go back and start episode one and we will be here for you when you catch up. For everybody else, this is season three. Number 38, Sunderland. Number 31, against Port Vale. So after the end to series two, and the drama that unfolded, we stepped away from the game for a while. to take it to a championship playoff game, to go behind in injury time, to then score in the 95th minute, to get extra time, to then go to penalties, and then lose on penalties was really tough to take. And it was probably in the 20, 25 years I've been playing championship manager, football manager, the most dramatic end to any season I've had, Um, which is brilliant. That the game is as good as it is, but it's also really tough to take. Um, So we stepped away for a while, and then real life things got in the way a little bit. And as you know, what it's like, some things just fall behind, and this was one of them. However, at different points, I have played a week here, a week there, and tried to get through um, a bit of in game time. The season finished December 2021. Um, and the new Belarusian season doesn't start until April so it's quite a bit to get through um, the first thing I really wanted to do anyway was just to see if there was any interest in our manager Bob Cow I mean, he had seven games in the first season to save them from the drop and he did it in a relegation playoff. Um, the second season, from nowhere we finished runners-up to Bate Borisov Um, and came so close to the title meaning that Gorridae have actually now qualified for Europe for the first time in their history yes it's only the Europa Conference League um, which is a bit harsh I think finishing runners up should at least be Europa League but we're in the qualifying rounds of the Europa Conference League which is something else the club's got to look forward to Um, so it is a very good achievement so I thought oh you know what there's a lot of jobs out there available we'll have a look Um, in Greece, Romania um, we looked in Scotland, Holland um, what else did we, oh um, Poland was the one I really fancied maybe going to Poland and nobody showed any interest in Bob Carr whatsoever um, so that made our decision really easy to be honest we signed a one year extension um, and we will stay at Goradea unless something falls into our laps but as it stands we are the manager still of Goradea FC um, and that meant that once we got past December the transfer window would reopen and we could see if there was any way to strengthen this team to somehow somehow go one step further next season and topple Bate Borisov, which is a ridiculous thing to say for a team like Goedea, but you just never know. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to quickly click through um, the transfers we've made at the club, the changes that's happened in that time and try and rattle through it so it's as concise and coherent as possible. So the best part of Football Manager is transfers. Um, So we've got a transfer history and we'll have a little look and I'll talk through exactly what we've done and why we've had to do it. Now you remember that last year we had Sergei Arkhipov and Dusan Bakic. They were our two strikers. They played nearly every game together of the season. Uh, Bakic we brought in on a free transfer and Arkhipov was on loan. They scored 44 or 45 goals between them in a 30-game season, which is incredible. Uh, Obviously, if we were to be a successful this year, I really wanted that to be our, our base to work from, unfortunately. Dusan Bakic, who arrived last year on a free transfer, kicked off. He wanted to leave because Dynamo Minsk in our division kept coming and kept coming for him and publicly kept saying they wanted to sign him. And he just came and said he wanted to leave, he was unhappy, he missed training sessions. Um, and you can go, I would think there's two paths you can go here. You can go one and say, right, you're basically going to write this player off for four months, stick him in the reserves, um, try and get him to a point where he starts to come back around, again, back in the team. But you're talking like a 12-month project there. This guy, we signed on a free. Originally, they came up with a £200,000 bid. Then it was £300,000. Then it was £500,000. We ended up taking an £825,000 bid. And it was £700,000 up front, which is more than the club has in the bank, has ever had in the bank. So it made smart business, one, to lose an unhappy player, and two, to get that money in and hopefully be able to strengthen the team and not only that, but strengthen the club with some investment in the youth because our our, uh, standards and our facilities are just not anywhere near the level they need to be to create good footballers. So that was the first real kick in the Nads, basically to lose backage. And then we had to obviously try and replace him. So the four players we've signed, uh, Igor Pochek, Um, I'm just clicking through he's a 27 year old left winger Um, he cost us £19,000 from Zlatibor in Serbia Um, crossing 14 finishing 13 he's not amazing but he looks like a player who's steady he's rated 3.5 stars Um, he's our best left winger at the club and I brought him in um, on the star rating so he was a player that I'm very happy to have brought in for like I said £19,000 he's not a lot of money Andrei Tisalko, um, he's a young kid, left back. He's only two-star, but he's got a four-and-a-half-star potential ability. So, I mean, we'll probably never see that um, come to fruition. But he's a, he's a player that will be around the first team because of the under-21 rules in Belarus that he just ticks that box for us. Nikolai Tripkovic is a player we've signed now. He's a striker. He's somebody I really wanted to bring in. He's Serbian. Um, last year he was at FK India which earned the Serbian top flight he scored eight goals in a relegated side there so eight goals in 24 appearances that's one in four Uh, no it's one in three sorry bad maths Um, and you think okay striker scoring one in three in a relegated side might be all right for us it was uh, 15,000 pounds so it's not a big outlay but it's just somebody to come in and help bolster the squad Alexander Karnitsky is another player we've signed. Now he's a 33-year-old experienced defensive midfielder and this is a position I really want to try and find somebody in. He's got good work rate, he's got good tackling. Um, he's got eight caps for Belarus. Listen, obviously his physicals aren't there. I mean, his pace is seven, his stamina is seven, but he's got other attributes that I think we'll be able to use a lot more this year, especially with, I mean, potentially the added fixtures of a Europa Conference League campaign. Um, I just thought for four, I mean it cost us £42,000, um, but I just thought that that could be a real um, a real boost to the team experience wise. We also signed Luca Milash. Um, he's a centre midfielder or right winger. He's only 22 year old. He's Croatian. He's three star ranked to be a four and a half star player. Now his attributes aren't amazing, but there's just something about him I quite like. And again, he will come in as a substitute and he ticks that to uh, no, he doesn't take that box with Croatian. But he comes in as a substitute who will hopefully develop and help us um with squad numbers this year. We also signed now probably I mean, obviously where to replace backage and I looked and looked for somebody who could do that job. I found a guy called Pavel Klenje. Now Pavel Klenje is a twenty three year old Belarusian. Last year, he played at NFK Minsk in the top flight. He's got seven goals in 26 games. So, again, he's looking at nearly one in four. The year before, he scored nine in 22. So, he's scored 16 goals in 48 games. In this league, that's not a bad return for a club like Gorday to be looking for a player. It costs us £28,000. He's got finishing of 12, pace of 13, off the ball 13, and... I'm hoping that look, he's not a do some package. I don't think he can get to that level of goals, but he might be somebody who gets a ten goals, maybe twelve goals this season, and that's somebody I'd like to bring in. Um, we also signed a, a young right back, Belarusian um, under nineteen international on a free transfer call, Igor Vitebsky. Again, he's one just to fill up the Belarus under twenty one numbers, and they're the only players we brought in. So it's not a massive amount of footballers. It's probably, I think it's five or six players um, who've joined. But we have lost Um one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Eleven players have left the club. Most of them are um, backup players, to be honest, or have left on loan. Ilya Krend left for £3,000. Matevi left for £2,000. You know, these guys played two, three games each last year. So it's just been a bit of squad trimming. We've got a fairly strong squad now when you look at it, we've got four strikers, four wingers, four centre midfielders, um, four centre-halves and a couple of plays for each fullback back position so I'm quite happy with the balance. I did worry when the season started though that Dusan Bakic was so good for us last season. Um, that he's going to be such a big loss, I uh, forgot to mention. Um, we also renewed Sergei Arkhipov's loan spell. So that was actually the biggest signing of pre-season for us to get him back in again for another 12 months. Um, he's brilliant for the club. He's done, he scored 11-28 in in his first year. He scored 22-30 last year with 10 assists. Um, so we really need him to even go on better this year. Um, and maybe add another five goals to that tally if we we're going to get anywhere near the top of the table. That's as far as squad building has gone. We added a couple of people, backroom staff, but apart from that, we are as we are, going into the new campaign. Number 53, Hull City. Number 10, we'll play Chelsea. So that's the recruitment out of the way. That's what we've tried to do in the four months up to the new season. The other thing, obviously, as well as recruitment, is friendlies and games to get into shape, ready for the new season. We had a couple of friendlies in February. We played Arsenal-Tula and Kolos kovacchia um, We lost to Arsenal and we drew with Colos. It was, it was all right. It was typical pre-season stuff, to be honest, but that meant our next game was against Bate Borisov in the Superior Kubak, which is obviously their Super Cup. Um, And unbelievably um, it was drama again against Bate Borisov. This time um, we lost 3-2 conceding a 93rd minute winner. Um, We played well. To be honest it's it's a good workout. It's, it's, It's just annoying to lose two pieces of silverware to Bate but that's life. After that we had three friendlies and we showed some good form. We played Barinovici from the league below, played Granite from Georgia and we played NFK Minsk also from the league below. We won all three games, we um, scored goals, we looked good, we ready for the season to start. Before the first league game we had basically in Belarus the cup spans both seasons, so we had the quarterfinals of the Kubak Belarus um, against Dynamo Minsk which is two legs. Um, we went to Minsk in the first leg and we lost 1 0. Um, Sajich, our former player, who we sold to them last year, he scored the only goal of the game. Um, we brought them back to Goride, we played well, but unfortunately we couldn't find a way through and we drew 0 0, meaning we went out of the cup 1 0 on aggregate, which isn't anything too shameful, to be honest. Dynamo Minsk are a lot bigger club than us, it's just a shame. Um, that brought us to the start of the season. Uh, our first game will be away to Shakhtar Soligorsk Um, it's the 2nd of April 2022 Shakhtar are a good side they're tipped to finish 4th this year they've spent a million pound on players Uh, they've still got Nicholas Bentner from last year and we went there, we took the lead early in the first half we played well, missed a couple of chances Um, Shakhtar came back in the second half and we ended up drawing one apiece which to be honest for an opening day going away I was very happy with that point. Um, On the back of that we then played FC Minsk at home and we drew 0-0. We then had a double header on the road, to Vitebsk and Slutsk, two sides that I was hoping we could pick up wins against, and we drew both those, uh, one apiece and 0-0 in Slutsk. We then came back to Govodea to face Gormel on the 23rd of April and drew again, one apiece this time. and the one thing I've noticed from his opening five league games is that we are taking chances we are missing Doosan Bakic massively uh, Arkhipov scored a couple of goals but without him he's a little bit lost so we've changed the formation a little bit and gone from our tried and tested 4-4-2 we are now trying a 4-3-3 with just one striker up there on his own and that will be Arkipov. Our last game of April um, was against Torpedo Bel-Aziz on the 30th. That meant in total there were six games in April. We drew the first five and we won the last game 2-0. So yeah, although we haven't set the world alight, we are unbeaten in six games. Quick look at the lead table, we'll see that we are sat ninth. We have played six, won one, drawn five um, on eight points top of the table, Shakhtar, Soligors, the side that we played on opening day they're up there having won five and only drawn that one game against us so that's probably a good marker that we're not we're not too far off, we probably are a decent a striker off, off being able to challenge again, Bate had a poor start like ourselves, they've played 6 won 3 lost three um, so it's a bit of a shame we've not picked up more points in that opening month because we could have created a little bit of a gap between ourselves and Bate who will inevitably come strong as the season progresses but that is where we are at we have completed April that is up to date we have played six games we are now on Saturday the 7th of May we face Dynamo Brest in Gorodea and that will be our next match So this is the part of the pod where there would normally be a match, and we would be playing Dynamo Breast. However, I have just recorded it, and I'm going to save your ears from listening to Goidea and Dynamo Breast nil, Another draw. We played well, we had more shots at goal, we had a 1.86 XG, we hit the woodwork twice, we just can't score goals. Um, yeah, it's a real problem. <laughs> and I also noticed that um, Dusan Bakic scored again for Dynamo Minsk today. Um, and that takes him to eight goals in 11 starts for them since moving there. So it just shows the difference one player can make sometimes to a side. So I'm not going to put that in here. I'm just going to delete the audio file. Um, we did play well, like I said. We are now still ninth in the league, but obviously played seven. One one, drawn six is not a great start to the season and um, we will see what happens over the next few weeks i will be back more regularly more regular and um, going forward thank you so much for coming back if you have come back to listen to this i know it's not the most exciting first part of season three but i just wanted basically to get through all the stuff of recruitment and what's happening and where we are and just a little bit about the start of the season the fixtures moving forward we are in May 2022 now. They've got We've got two games in May, that's all, then a break. So we play Baty Borisov on the 4th of June. That is four games from now. So I am targeting that as our next episode um, and that will hopefully have the game on and hopefully we will have remembered how to score goals by then. So thank you very much for listening and I'll catch you next time.